0: You know, before 2009, that no NFL player actually stood up for the anthem. They were in the locker room while the anthem was going on. But the, in fact, the government actually paid the NFL to have these patriotic acts before their games with the players involved. And the players being seen on camera as well. Interesting, right? Paid patriotism. On the probably most watched sport in America. Mm. How important football is, huh? Mm. This is Simply King. was out, the
1: was out. was out, the was out. was out, the was out. Yeah. It's gonna go a little bit like this. Fallin' like Fall in love with myself. Too many times I say hey. hate, too many times that I dwell. Who said that I failed? People said that I melt. Fuck, falling in love with my glow, even when I'm in my low, even though niggas say broke, even if niggas don't blow. I'm still shining my glow, bro.
0: Of- welcome, welcome to the Simply King podcast. This is your boy, Rodney Perry himself, King himself. And you've just tuned into the soulfully conscious podcast for humans simply being humans. And who do I have? today um well you know I feel like you know with just the light of things going on with you know just within the news within the world within sports felt like you know a great combination a great thing that I, I felt like I needed to get my own kind of like get my own take on what's this whole call whole Colin Kaepernick situation so I sit there and I kind of walking to work and I, two people came to mind that you've actually heard on this podcast before There's some reoccurring voices. Today I have my brother Albert Egbo as well as Jacob Sandoval coming back. And if you haven't listened to their both both their individual podcasts where they guested on the podcast, you got Albert Egbo co-hosting on my Balls and Chains episode, which is a great fan favorite on SoundCloud. Definitely check it out. Definitely check it out. As well as. The Millennial Discourse, the Sandoval episode with Jacob featuring in within that. Check both of them out so you can get, you know, your whole spiel of what it is because this conversation is going to be great. How y'all doing, fellas? What's poppin', man?
1: What How up? You, what up? <laughs> Everything is good.
0: <laughs> oh, it's doing good. It's doing good. Um, I'm going to go ahead, you know what I'm saying, and, like, jump right into this and ask you guys, you know what I'm saying, I guess... Uh, I guess I'll start because let me give a little bit of context of why I chose these two gentlemen why I feel like I need to bring them back. Um, My episode on, you know, my whole, you bringing up the game, ain't you? (laughs) (laughs) My whole Balls and Chains episode was around kind of sports and race. The underlinings of race when it came to sports. And uh, I feel like slightly, very, very slightly, uh, we touched on, I think the episode I had with Jacob was more about race and kind of like societal you know society and just cultural um, comparisons, but I did mention that this man was a man of, from the armed forces. So, because armed forces have been brought into this conversation of this Kaepernick, uh, Kyle Kaepernick protest, as well as you know, so I have a, a fan, a fanatic who just so happened is you know, is an African within America, and I have. A brother who is a part of the armed forces, who has his own, you know, what I'm saying, views and takes on it, because views. the flag does mean certain things. Certain has other sentiments than people may even know of. Yep. Only a few people have ever been able to realize. So I feel like bringing these two together to, you know, have this conversation and talk about and really break down what they felt about this and what this whole protest may mean and what just kind of bring even more light to it and give a great even better perspective personally um, I'm really gonna stand you know being the real uh, all lives matter seat. don't get used to it I'm not gonna do this often <laughs> uh, it's just for the sake of the conversation <laughs> I'm gonna play a lot of devil's advocate I'm gonna play I'm gonna bounce back and forth and just to kind of keep the thing flowing will this be my views it just yes. may not will this be my views it just may not I actually you know may not Agree with none of the shit that's coming out of my mouth with the questions that I'm implying, mm-hmm. but it's for the sake of the conversation, and it's for the sake of getting the point across. So I'm gonna start with Albert. Yes, sir. What is your stance on this? Uh, I guess whole Colin Kaepernick uh, protesting si- simply on the way that he did it, because I feel that there is the <laughs> most, the most, the most. Um, I feel like. Uh, feedback that I see is that I'm with what he's doing but it's the way that he did it. I don't like how he's going (laughs) about doing this. So it sounds like it's uh, uh, kind of like a difference within the method that is used. Tell me what
2: you think. So It's funny to me because you look at I've seen so many people on so many different platforms and so many like from sports to politics to um, to just random people who have a voice, and from from like from tennis players to Muhammad Ali's ex-wife, like <laughs> all giving their opinions, right. and so a lot of them are negative, um, and a lot of them, like you said, the first objection um, that I hear the most is you have the right to protest because you can easily, and, and the only reason people are even defending that you have the right to protest is because they they know that they're going to. Um, um, they're going to retract their statement immediately after someone points out the fact that the flag was built upon protest so then they don't really have a platform to stand on that's a very fallible argument so what ends up happening is okay so I don't want to argue with that and I but I know that this doesn't feel right because I want to avoid the conversation people are trying to divert your attention and and chain, and, and change the conversation and digress as hard as they can because they don't want to actually face the uncomfortable issue and topic and you have this um, this notion of of white guilt and this and this burden that people that white people feel, where they're born into feeling hated, and so they try and try and pump up these notions of reverse racism. They try and pump up these notions of um, well, things can't be that bad. So mm-hmm. you have them chaining this conversation from um, um, what why why protest this way and it's hilarious for so many reasons. One, what way would you like me to protest? Would it be a protest if I was making you comfortable? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. Know, so many, you know what I'm saying, So many people are talking about how you need to protest differently. Um, one, if we were protesting in a way according, according to your beliefs and according to how you wanted to hear it, it wouldn't necessarily be a proper protest Two, So many people are offering that there be an alternative without offering an actual example of an alternative. Why? Because there really isn't any. There and mean. on top of that, people are like arguing its effectiveness, how genuine it is. I'm um, trying to discredit the the source and it's like you're saying that it doesn't matter you're saying you're in the same breath that you're saying that it doesn't matter um and it and that it's not and it's and it's offensive and it's wrong the irony there is um you weren't even willing to argue against this issue until it was protested this way the more people try and push back against this method of protest the more they're acknowledging the fact that this is what was necessary because these are people that have been silent as mo- as long as they can, as hard as they've been because you have so many people giving these generic uh, I mean I'm all for the cause, I mean I'm not against this cause, okay let's talk more about that uh, I'd rather not, I'd rather talk about how you don't disrespect this country blah 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 right. I think it was, was it James Baldwin who said I I think it was James Baldwin who said, um, "It's because I love America that I criticize her." Congrats. You know what I mean? Anything you, know? you love, you should criticize. Exactly, okay. you should. You should. You should. Try, if you want something to be better, you're not going to be like a yes man and just idly sit by. And it's, and it's not just Colin Kaepernick. Even like Adam Jones, he was. It was really. You heard about what Adam <laughs> Yeah. Said yep. when they were I didn't know that. What oh, did Adam so, Jones? So said? Adam Jones from the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, no, 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 from the Baltimore oh, Orioles. Uh, different Every Adam time Jones, peckney. but he's he's a he's a pretty good baseball player. What he said? And he was. Talk, they were talking about how do you feel about the Colin Kaepernick thing. He was like, I appreciate it, but like I can't really do the same thing because I'm in a white man sport, and so. If I and, and if I do the same thing, essentially what he was saying, paraphrasing it, I do the same thing. I'm gonna be a lot more alone than Colin Kaepernick is. He's in he's in a 60% predominantly black league, and so is the NBA. I'm in a league where there's only 8% African Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not gonna be the same. I'm not gonna face the same uh, the same consequences. But like at the same time, while because he has two military members in his family, he doesn't want them to even feel disrespected. So he'll he'll stand for it. But at the same time, he doesn't necessarily have that privilege yeah Or that option. and that's yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah and i and that's interesting that's extremely interesting but i think it's it's interesting how i feel like people cuz i feel like it's never it always starts with what's the best distraction, kind of divert mm-hmm. instead of, I like how you say, you know, actually getting to the root and talk. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's what all of these protests mm-hmm. for years and decades have been about, people actually talking Muhammad about. Al- Muhammad
2: Ali not going to Vietnam. You even yep. had people with Beyonce. They were releasing that, um, was it, um... What was the video on the Super Bowl? Oh, on formation. formation. Right, the formation video, and then performing formation in the Black Panther gear. And people were like, oh, you disrespect the military. I'm like, she didn't say shit to the th- No, they you said that you, you disrespect the police, police mm-hmm. and that you should have made this a tribute to the military. One, why should she have made it a tribute to the military, it's her performance. Two, how did she disrespect the police? By, what's, what's crazy in this country? that is that you can make something pro-black and people will automatically assume that you're anti-police. And the mere sentiment that you're in a mere, yeah, some people, I feel like that's a little bit more extreme because a lot of people Mm -hmm. just want to use that as a platform. I mean, in their head, of course, it's anti-white. But they they, they use the police as their kind of shield in a way, Mm -hmm. where it's like, don't disrespect the police, they're doing the right thing. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean, but right. like, but um, which is which is funny because they believe the right thing is discriminating against black people and preserving the, their privilege and rights. But what's crazy is that the mere notion that people are that you think that. Being being pro-black is anti-police, and being pro-police is anti-black. Proves that you acknowledge the disparity and the divide, of, of, of and w- how they conduct themselves, and proves that you acknowledge that there is discrimination. And in the same breath, they will say there's there's not a problem. Yeah, you know, like it's, they, it's, it's being is,
0: fixed. It's known. It's being worked out. But I turn the table, you know, to my brother Jacob, who. Comes from, you know what I'm saying, a background of work actually fighting for this country. Who is an active Marine. Well, I guess, is that the right term to say active? Uh, veteran. veteran. Veteran, yeah. Who is a veteran. And I feel like the veterans have been brought into this conversation extremely heavily because... And I, I also, I feel like it, it makes sense. And like I've said to him before, I think that the veterans, you know, the... Opinion of the veterans I feel like it was a very, I guess, private matter. It was like, dis—if they even if a mass of them disagreed, they disagreed within private spaces. Right, right. But people, oh, you know what, veterans wouldn't like this, and they made it even more of a story. And of course, because people have that much admiration for people who have fought for them without even knowing them, of course you're going to get behind it. Tell me, what is your take on this whole Calvin and protest? Alright,
1: so uh, first of all let me, I wasn't trying to say that I'm not a Marine Once a Marine, I was a Marine, so it's five To all you devil dogs out there uh, <laughs> But I am a veteran So like, I, I do believe that olive drab uh, But what I'm, what I'm, My whole take on that was Was when this first happened With Colin Kaepernick uh, Trying to make a stand And not, not really standing, he was sitting for the, uh, Through the uh, National Anthem At first I was like I, t- I took offense to it But that was from a visual aspect, right? So I didn't, I didn't know what he really, I didn't know what he was trying to prove, or like what the pursuit was in the in the in the bigger picture. Yeah. So when I actually like you know did my research and I listened to his interviews, I saw I you know went to a couple of uh, of uh, major newspapers and I was reading what he was saying. I was like, okay, so he's talking about the social injustice, excuse me, so, social injustice. Now, you, um, I don't want to miscredit the man, especially, you know, because this guy is known for this. Martin Luther King, I think it was a letter from Birmingham jail, he said, uh, social injustice anywhere is a social injustice everywhere. Of course. Right, so. Very true. And, 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 and it, yeah, that is true. It can happen to you, it can happen to It can happen you, can happen to anybody, and that's exactly what he was talking about. I feel like the media has just exposed that, like they put, they shed light on that, like now, and I feel like, and when I say now, I mean, I'm talking about back in what 2007, 2008, when that when the incident happened in, uh, with the cop and the the kid from a uh, Bart station out there in Oakland. You know what I'm talking about? The, like how they remade that Fruitville Station. Yeah, yeah, Station. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I feel like that is when everything just exploded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. You know, and then everybody knows about Ferguson. Oscar Grant, by the way. Oscar Grant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luke, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when that, that happened, and then like uh, the next huge, like that, what I can recall was Ferguson. Right and like there was it was crazy. And so like there have been major incidences of all that going on. What my, my take on Kaepernick was all right, so like he has a point. You know, he's he's definitely exercising his rights. He's not wrong in what he's saying. Um, you know, especially me coming from a military background, he wasn't disrespecting the flag or the country. He was trying to make everybody aware of what he was thinking. Mm. You know, he's definitely socially conscious. And, like, the thing with this, the spin off is that people of power, when they say something, like, the people of power are the root, right? So, like, if once, once the people that have power and they have some type of, like, status, once they say something, then it becomes a stem. And the stem is the people going off of that. Like, oh, well, yeah, he's right. You know, the pr- I, I'm, when I think people of power, I think people who are, in, are like, in a political position. Mm. You know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because That's the true. media would definitely follow them because th- these are people that I have educational background these are people who represent our government when they take when they take a stab at uh, Colin Kaepernick who has and I'm not saying he's not educated or he's not political you know he's he's in a he's in the he's in the sports and entertainment field you know we don't really like you don't really put him in the same field with someone who's political and who has power like that mm-hmm. but they kind of brought him in the, in the same area which, which I thought was great because he's definitely challenging that yes you know what I mean and I like that like I'm not offended by him taking the knee I was I was like, why are you sitting down? Or like, do something different. You know what I mean? Like, like you don't got to put your hand across your heart for for the national anthem, but stand there. Or you don't got to don't, don't sit in the back and look like you're pouting. You know what I mean? Like, like he did. Then then he changed it. You know, he took a knee. And I still I, for me like that's a symbol. That's a symbol of him showing respect like to the people who who are serving, who have served into the flag and what it represents like there's definitely a lot of social injustice going on like there's it's crazy and it sucks it's very bad for people of minority people of color and I'm not saying that white people aren't as privileged but what's been going on lately like there's a difference right um, but I'm like it's a good thing that he's 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 doing that and he's doing it the right way because it's peaceful it's peaceful protest just like I was talking about like how well fuck how do you want me to protest exactly right but I, like rhetorical question because I don't give a fuck what you say so I'm gonna protest how I want to protest however I'm gonna do it the right way like a man you know what I mean? And, and like, that, that, I, that I can't appreciate. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that he's coming from a good, a good like, a good area. Like, I think he has himself well-established. You know, he, if you watch his interviews, he's definitely educated in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in everything that's going on. Like, he's very conscious. For
0: sure. And I like that. For sure. I'm going to read something to y'all. And it says, No refuge could save the hireling enslaved. the terror of flight or the the gloom of the grave Ah. and the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave o'er the land of the free and home of the the brave the The hidden passages of the
2: star-spangled banner glorify (laughs) the death of slaves you know where that comes from that comes from um so that comes from um when uh, America was trying to, when when the founding fathers and, and all that shit, when when America when America was rebelling against Great Britain, they were trying to take all the land, the um, the, the land of the Americas, both Mexico mm-hmm. and, and Canada. Yeah, and Canada was enlisting. Um, so, um, Canada um, ended up uh, enlisting. Slaves. Yes. And they they would they would take they would give refuge to former slaves, and the slaves would then fight for Canada. So Mm -hmm. I mean it was I mean Canada is not they're not like you know I'm not going to glorify their involvement because they were just using slaves the same way Americans were, but they were giving them refuge, um, and that part of the anthem is glorifying the death of those slaves that quote unquote betrayed a country that was enslaving them. So it's about it's so that not only glorifies slavery but. Um, demonizes those who die trying to fight against yes. it, and this and is something that we're supposed—people are supposed to stand to. They just omit those verses. Yes. Now, while I appreciate the omission of those verses, you could also choose a different fucking song, but that's
0: cool too. I, I think I think, you know, from a you know black cultural perspective, a lot of black folks really didn't give a damn, and I feel like a lot of America didn't give a damn about the. You know, it starts with the National Anthem until Whitney Houston sang it because it went platinum. Mm. But, because before that it was just a song, it was just a ceremony, it was just something you did in school, it was just whatever, whatever, whatever. And I think that's what makes this whole protest a big thing, Right. It's because you take something that people take, quote unquote, don't even think about. It. It's very mindless, it's literally a part of the day-to-day because your children, every day, stand up within their class before the day starts. Starts their yeah. day to the national anthem, bro. School wide. You see what I'm saying? They, they do, they do the, the, only thing, the only thing the only thing that can exclude you from that mm-hmm. is when you are religious. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a
2: um, there was a kid who just got suspended. They just lifted the suspension, but he got suspended because he took a knee during the football game. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being um, a kid and feeling uncomfortable saying the pledge of allegiance. My, my teacher always told me put your hand back on your heart, and I was like. I just couldn't do that shit because like I was an immigrant and I would see the way my mother was treated. And I'm talking about like as a little-ass kid, not that I was like super conscious, probably was, but still, not that I was like, you know, that's like, that's, that's like, just, even that's like lit. just going off of experience as a little boy, I just remember all the things my mother went through. I had to go to six different kindergartens because my mom was a single mother who was had a very thick accent and we were in Northside, so we were in Glenview. People treated her like shit and I remember being conscious of it at that point in time, Like, yo why is shit so much harder for us? Like, my mom's a good person, why are people doing this to us? Like, I remember
1: feeling like I don't feel comfortable or welcome in this country. Mm-hmm. That's crazy you say that too, because like, it's not, that comes from a, 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 like a religious aspect, but it also comes from a social normality, mm-hmm. which, was, which was skewed, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so the way your mom was treated, like that was wrong, obviously that was extremely wrong, but that was a social normality like in, within America. You see what I'm saying? Because, like here's somebody that we're not used to, mm-hmm. And we and like she involves herself, and then we're like, okay, well, you didn't, you don't really have not necessarily permission, but we're not used to you yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's like a comfort zone, and it's but it's more of a definitely a social norm. So like I, I feel like that's where that happened, I, and it's definitely wrong. And obviously you knew that Like at a young age Especially when you didn't Want to be like I don't know what The Pledge of Allegiance is what's, Yes what's, and, and I, I, on that?
0: And I think what's interesting Is America What I've known, always noticed Is America has thrived Off the exploitation Of its diversity Yes But the diversity That they've cre- created In this very Hodgepodge Clusterfuck of a way Yeah you, I feel you like have, I feel like You, you have to be this, allowed You have this mass You have this You know Large You know Massive group Of You know Af- African Americans Because you brought them here you have this large, diverse group of quote-unquote European Americans because you asked them to come here because of the opportunities, and you've created this propaganda that this is the place to be, and then so on with the with the Asian community, with Middle Easterns, mm-hmm. and you know now you have this extremely strong migration of Hispanic Americans, and I think they've literally exploited that, but not have have not told the full story of oh yeah they here or whatever we diverse we are a melting pot of a trust. They had this shit hard. Yeah, they didn't. It wasn't easy. Yeah. It wasn't something that was simple. But because you're here, because we count you, because we, your face is within the space. Now we're gonna exploit it. There's
2: this, there's this struggle for our country, right? Because mm-hmm. like. You have the Native Americans, and they're, they're the natives. They were here. This is their country. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was it was essentially invaded, and they were overthrown, for sure. And there's this fear of being re, uh, being overthrown again. Um, by um, white people who are the majority in power and th- it's funny because they talk about how they should like there's so many people who who are against equality that try and fight against this notion of white guilt but at the same time live in fear of guilt every day because it's that same guilt that drives them to try and keep everyone else down because they know that if it, they're overtaken they wouldn't want the same things implemented on them that they've in- implemented to everyone under them exactly all these years you have um it's so that's why the, that's why the topic has always changed from from racism to like I love being on Facebook and you have these like these these white people who are like um who are like a um, like kind who who like think that they're doing the right thing by saying like let's all love each other and blah blah, blah. and like all every, I all lives matter. I life. I, sure. love, I love, sure. and no no and, and like the thing is I don't even like, disagree with the sentiment all lives matter. It's just that the fact that it only comes in response to black to acknowledging the black the life for black life. Like you're you're not saying all lives matter like when no one's around. You're only waiting till someone says black lives matter and then you're but, trying to overshadow it with exactly. all lives matter. Like exactly. it's I, it's not even that I disagree with the sentiment. It's like but it's, just like, it's, like, it's like it's like me telling you that. That, like that, like, like, like. It's like you, you're an advocate. Like, you don't think there's enough coverage for like ovarian cancer. You're saying, "Hey, ovarian cancer matters. Let's focus on this. There's not enough coverage on it. Like, but well, what about tuberculosis, nigga? Like, tuberculosis. Hey, you, all diseases you matter. You get like, free yes, flu shots. <laughs> then, you know, you like, get your free flu
0: shots. You yeah. can come and get your checkups. We cover all that. If you end up with ovarian cancer, yeah. <laughs> that's on you. Right. Gosh. You know what I'm
2: saying? Like, it's, it's, it's. Um, there's this. Um, it but what, what kills me is that like people are so quick to just want to divert 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 and change the subject because they just don't want to talk about it so you have all these exhausted white people who are like hey i'm not a bad person so like let's all just get along and like the craziest thing i'll see on facebook is i'll be in the comment like if i ever bring up anything about race it's like yo man don't let the media perpetuate this race war there's a race we're going on racial tensions are high and i laugh so hard because i'm like yo what race war, the race war of 1776, there has not been a time in this country since the founding of this country that black people have not felt that they've been treated wrong, that black people have yeah. not been treated uh, like, wrong, that the police have not b- brutalized black people in particular. Mm-hmm. There's not a point in this country where minorities have not felt the, uh, the brunt of authority yeah. and not been un- and, and been unfairly treated. The only difference between then and now is that there is it's being exposed more because we're all taught we're all taught that white people are like the, the norm and that things yeah. are regular like from the from from like you if, uh, What's her name Jane something Elliot? I forget her name, but like the she Jane talks about, about yeah Jane Elliot. Elliot She talked about like the, the how brown, like you look at the brown like, blue eyes test. Yeah The brown blue eyes test and mm-hmm. then you look oh, at the map yeah. and how America's in the center of the map and Greenland's the Same size of South Africa and South America, and it's like yo these are things that like are trying to like are meant to skew our perspective perception of like 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 nationality and superiority and you have um one second then you have um also you have um this notion that um um what's i gonna say
0: are we gonna take a little break from the simply king podcast real fast i know you was enjoying the conversation but i had to plug one of my favorites one of my favorite, favorite, favorite people who has her own business. So if you're in the Atlanta area, everyone who knows me know I you know, I came from Atlanta. Cupcakes by Rita, y'all. Check her out. Check her out. Follow her on Instagram at cupcakesbyrita with two A's. You can get an assortment of things from vanilla, key lime, chocolate chip, you know, cookie Oreo. Pick your flavor and she'll bring it to life. Trust. And just if you're tuning in and this, let her know that you listen to the Simply King podcast. Just let her know when you put your order in, use the phrase, use the word King, and she'll understand exactly what you mean. And you'll get you nice little, you know, buy one, get one free offer. You know, everybody love a little extra. So, oh, but I got to mention, this offer includes orders of six or twelve but excludes 24 more don't get too greedy now so check her out that's cupcakes by rita they are delicious i loved them they literally helped me get through any type of little sugar rush or kind of sweet craving throughout my time in in college check her out now back to the show
2: damn it it's coming back to me no. <laughs> going to Whatever. Anyway, well, I'll, I'll move on. But um, you also have um. But it's subliminal you Yeah, you, you have some, like, exactly. You, you have, have all variables. these things. You have you all have these have
0: things literally pushed into your mind. Exactly. And like, like Christopher you
2: Columbus is still in textbooks to this day as and, class, and it's still discovering this country to this day. And like you literally get a day off work for just exactly. About to see exactly. It. exactly. Just like, like this, day. this dude is was an invader. He wasn't a pioneer. He was an invader. He didn't discover anything. There are people existing here, but because they weren't. Person who guided. It's literally dark people who guided him. You know what I'm saying? And then they take over this country, and they're like the they're talk, like this is your, you're a pioneer. Like they use these like code words, like you're a pioneer. Like even when people are gentrifying mm-hmm. neighborhoods and they're going into impoverished neighborhoods, like they think of themselves as like, hey, they can't use it the way we can use it. Let's we we, we discover this. Like no, mm-hmm. people have been living here for years. Yeah. Like even Bro, in gentrify, very, gentrify, very, very gentrify, gentrification is the new manifest destiny. Like hey, we can
1: use it better. That's a good way to put you, it. You that's know very what I'm saying? that's but. Deep. but but, take.
2: but the original the original point I was making is People talk about like And these are people who really do like have good intentions These mm-hmm. white people who just mm-hmm. like lack the knowledge Who are like you know Like let's all just get along like. Um, but it's because white, they white, don't know Exactly but, uh, but they're Like let's just all just get along Like don't perpetuate this race war And I'm like what race war of 1776 Because at the end of the day The only thing that's different between now and then Is that now there's more like First of all this more video camera of like before you could just ignore it you could just say like i don't see it it doesn't exist now you see it now you have video which by the way is a miracle for someone to see something going on to get it in real time false cell phone even if you had a body cam which we see apparently can come dislodge every day apparently huh? but like even if you had a body camera to get something to get a, 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 an instance of abuse Um, In focus at the right time at the right place on the spot without someone like telling you to put your camera away And you being intimidated on the spot. That's a miracle So to even have that is crazy, but it took that for that to get exposure So now the difference between then and now is that now there's more exposure and now people can't deny it The race war isn't between black people and white people because black people have always known this. we've talked about it You can go back to any point in rap into some other Examples of media as far back as you want to go and you'll always have examples of always. this. The only difference is now Some white people are seeing it and they're like this doesn't feel right and now The, the white people are conflicted the race wars between white people and white people
1: I, <laughs> I feel like it's a repetition man like it goes back to what you were saying like the race war of the fucking beginning of Civilization not from like civilization but the beginning of modern civilization mm-hmm. in the fucking United States before it was even established right? So you're talking about race war. So three things. First of all, honor rant, really quick. Vikings were here before. Uh, what's his name? Christopher Columbus. Mm-hmm. So get that out of the way really quick. Second thing, Jane Elliott. That was the that was the, the the kindergarten or first grade teacher from, like, the 70s who yeah. made that video. She, 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 yeah, she, and that she had so got so many she, bars, she, she, bro. Yeah, and she and she did, got so many bars. And what's fucking crazy is that I didn't see that shit until college. Yeah. Like, before I came out here to Chicago, back yeah. home in Texas, like, I watched a video and I was like, damn, why didn't we ever watch this in high school at That's, least, right? Or at least even did the exercise right. yourself yeah. to understand. Exactly, and like, past the and I'm not, like, the school I went to was predominantly brown. You know what I'm saying? White people were the minority. Like, but still, like, damn, that would have opened up a whole fucking new realm to, 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 like... Consciousness within students that were not that that hadn't even graduated. I yet. had a psychology teacher who showed me that in high school. they better stop showing this show. that shit. I don't understand though. But but you're right that they'll put Christopher Columbus in textbooks mm-hmm. and they'll talk about fucking Hitler and how the reign of the the Nazi Party. Right? Like I mean, that's extremely important as far as history. But can we like be more but like conscious? That, of what's to me, going on to here? me,
0: to me, to I, me, I imagine it to be. They literally will go as far as cuz in places I've you know been taught, it literally go as far as showing you, you know, documentaries, and movies and visuals of the Holocaust, of all these like very grotesque things, showing you visuals of people walking in the gas chambers and things like this. So it's in here thinking like for me to be in high school, and you think that that's acceptable, but you can't talk about the brutalizing and literally the the molestation, the yep. raping, and literally killing, and just fucking, just all this shit of South Americans, of American Indians, to uh, African, African slaves, so on and so on and so forth, just opposing that, that type of treatment to people today within, within the prison system, within just modern, quote unquote, you know, modern time slavery, Yeah, which I bring back. To a modern time of like, because we we this whole conversation, this whole thing is sparked from sports. And I feel that the most American thing I feel like that America is showing us now is don't mess with my damn football. <laughs> hmm, you gonna do you can say whatever you wanna say, y'all can mark, you can say, you can sing, you can do whatever, and I'ma just turn the channel. But if I gotta watch my es Motherfucking PN, if I gotta tune in to wherever I'm tuning into, and I can't even get away from, I can't act ignorant, I can't avoid, which I believe and what I've always said that a lot of people within the majority, not even just white people, but a majority of people who don't mind being comfortable and content with that type of consciousness, don't mind staying in this place of ignorance or avoiding. They know it's there, but you know I'm gonna just go ahead create my life to be in this bubble to where I don't have to deal with it. Yep. Football a good and being way. a stream fanatic is an escape. It's a mm-hmm. beautiful world to live in because it's fun, mm-hmm. you understand, you have very great moments. All those different things is a great escape. Just how television is for people, just how films and music are for people. Sports is an outlet that is great for the people who's playing it and the people who are also spectators. Yeah, very what true. What this has shown us, this action of, of Colin Kaepernick and the individuals who have followed behind him and the people who have all followed behind him in various sports and just entities really have shown us that you're not about to mess up or make me realize and really wake up and see the world for what it is mm-hmm. because so, this is my escape. This is how I get away. I, I, want, I don't want my wife to talk to me. I don't want my family mess with me when Sunday football come on. Right, I'm not, right. you know, if anything, I'm <laughs> going to leave the fucking house.
2: So this is, this is a collapse of privilege. What is um? <laughs> I used to be really sympathetic of this cause because I'm a really huge sports fan and I have like a billion hobbies so I understand the, the want, the need and the um, importance of like a space where you're comfortable and I was sympathetic even towards like white people like hey you know what we'll talk about this when it needs to be talked about but there are some things that we can like you know well, we got to get away from the pain because there's so much pain in this world and here's why I'm not anymore. You have people inserting their agendas only where they feel comfortably. I I don't know. You know, Dabo Sweeney. The um, the the, they were in the championship, the college football championship last year. It was Alabama. No, it was Alabama versus um. What's what's the school? Not, not, um, that, um who was it? you talking about this year? Yeah, it was, um, last yeah. year, like, um, he, this happened today, or yesterday, mm. Or today or yesterday, what let me, um, let me, look, let me look up what's, team, I, I it's weird, I know Cosmos, but I'm drawing a blank right now, Dabo Sweeney is the coach of, you said Dabo Sweeney? You know, no, no, Dabo, Dabo Sweeney is the coach of Clemson, there we go, damn, so, Dabble Sweet is a coach of Clems, and a really, really good football team, and they were asking him about the Colin Kaepernick stance, and he was talking about how you shouldn't push your agenda, and how things can't, we have a two-term elected black president, and blah, 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 and all he kept talking about was, you know, I just think we need Jesus, 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 I'm like, yo, you're pushing your agenda while talking about, while while taking this man's voice away, and then um, also, um, was it like the GM for the Diamondbacks or whatever? Tony La Russa. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how like, I don't, I don't think he's genuine. I don't think he's. I know I've met. Oh yeah, I read that. You, you say, yeah, yeah I right I, there. Yeah. I, I saw him. I saw the video. Wow. And he's talking about how he shouldn't be pushing his agenda. And he doesn't take him seriously while trying to talk about like like the his sponsorship for Petco and plugging like everyone everyone everyone's pushing their agenda while ignoring the ones that they don't want to hear and all it's doing is exposing people for the the, the frauds that they are the reason why i lost my stance from like wanting this safe space um is because it's like when, I, when i say collapse of privilege you you spend all this time like getting away like this is your spot when you're in power like you get to dictate what in society is what mm-hmm. but I like I always talk about like especially like what I talk about even if you're racist you should want equality even if you really do believe black people are worse at this or things or bring this into the world, but even if you do believe all these things a failure of one race is a failure of all races if we're all. Mm-hmm. Born like like physically, physiologically, and genetically, there's nothing different than us. In us, we're not different breeds. We're all the same breed of human being with different pigmentations and different things that just yep. make us able to identify each other better and also take in sunlight at different rates and, and forms. Scientifically, it is not there's there's, not, there's very little to nothing distinguishing us. Mm-hmm. So if we're all built that way, and there really is a difference between one group of people and another group of people, and that's a failure of society, yeah. And so, I talk about like the collapse of privilege because when you see someone bringing their cause into your quote unquote safe space, yes, chances are it's because your society is broken, so you can't ignore this anymore. You want the problem to go away, you need to fix it yeah. first, you then get back to your safe space. The problem Period. is out of hand, you can't do that anymore, like, um. It's just a consequence of having a fucked up society. Mm-hmm. You spend so much time ignoring it. Well, guess what? It caught up to you because there's this, like it's like out of sight, out of mind for so many exactly. people with privilege. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, you can ignore that it's happening, but it's still going to happen in the background. And, and while it doesn't affect you, please understand that little by little, it's going to find new ways to make yep. it to you. And oh, that's yeah. the point we're at right now. Oh, yes yeah. made it to people who have been trying to avoid the issue for years.
0: I oh, never, oh, literally, never had to. I love Orlando was featured on my freestyle episode. I'm going to bring back once he gets back from uh, New, York. New York. But literally, he he said one day when we was out, it, it was like the day we had went out or whatever, and he was like seeing some random white girl, you know, just getting out of the car, just smiling, her hair just... Look like Maybelline. <laughs> was like, he was like, look at her living her best white life. <laughs> and I, I, I thought about that. And I was like, bro, I got to take that phrase because that shit is spot on the money. Because it's like her, her disposition was like, I'm living carefree. It's the weekend. I'm about to turn up. I'm about to have fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't have to worry about thinking about nothing else while I can literally go out. With y'all, it's your birthday. Happy birthday on on the air to my brother Jacob. I'll let everybody know hey, appreciate we it. can literally go out tonight yeah, good, with the intentions of just having good old wholesome, good ass, safe ass fun. Yeah, and it could turn with a very slight gesture or the slight kind of like interaction within the wrong spaces within the wrong places. <laughs> and that's-, that's and I think that's the interesting part about just existing within you know within America. It's like. You literally can have a person who literally just living life, and oh my God, I can't imagine nothing happening wrong because the night is just about to get better and better, and we can go into our night positive as hell. Yeah, yeah, still that's prepare, our, true. But still have to prepare ourselves for any type of bullshit. Like in that,
2: in that right there, that 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 um that Maybelline attitude. That's someone that doesn't have to worry about their image. Black people, people, just minorities in general, um, have to walk around this country with like this with like two kinds conscien- with two types of conscious. Oh, cons- you know you so have, to, have spoke to be about exactly, you. You, exactly 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 that's exactly where I got it from yeah. he, you, have, you have to have one conscious that's present of how you look and your outside presence at all times while actually just living your life it's impossible to be cared for in yeah. a minority I was at this club called Joy District yesterday, it's a club in River North, it's a fun club, great place to be but while I'm there there's this four group of guys behind me it's like this really upscale type of shit i, I was on i came down from the rooftop because of this private event you know i'd be doing shit, and so uh, um, there was this there's there's these four guys and one of them was black and i remember this one of the guys that was with him was like i just remember overhearing the whole thing and i was like just sipping my pineapple juice and the dude was like uh <laughs> dude was like a, hey man i appreciate you coming out uh, he said something about like man it's so good to hang out with you you're such a classy black man and then like, It the- was like, what? And he was like, what, dude, We don't get it? You're, I'm saying you're classy. And he was like, yeah, but why the black part? Well, you're classy, aren't you? And you're a black man, but like, I could just call you a classy man. I don't gotta call you a classy white man. Like, why right. is that? Like, you say like it's an oxymoron. Like, I'm and, and like the dude was making a lot of sense. The dude was just like, like a dude, it's nickname. a compliment. I'm saying it's like, nah, that's not a compliment. And Like, they're about to like come to blows, and it's like, and then the other friends are like, kind of like, in oh, like, oh shit, we got blah, we got Tyrone mad again. You know oh, know and it's like, what the fuck do you got? Like, you know, what I'm saying, oh, to say some shit. shit like that. you, yeah. so, like, you, you have it. to, you know, like you have to make so many choices. There's so many ultimatums brought to you as a black man. Like, yeah. do I? Do I stand up for like the pride of like my race right now, or do I just let that shit Do I address this obvious insult to like both me and my people, or do I do I take this backhanded compliment? Do I confront him <laughs> on this and let him know the error of his I- the yeah, ways and his bro. ignorance, or do I let things be smooth? Which is what not? I suggest. Uh, you go know? ahead. No, no, I was gonna say ahead. there's
1: two things to that. Like he was a white boy, right? Is he a white boy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, the other three were. Okay. So. Those are the guys that are, are, are aware that you're obviously a black man, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not socially conscious of what's going on. And if they are, they don't give a fuck because exactly. it, doesn't, it doesn't pertain to them. Second thing is, like, one of my boys, like, like I, he's, I consider him my brother. His name is Joe Gallagher. Gallagher is a super white Irish name, right? Yeah. But he grew up in our neighborhood, you know what I mean? Like, where I'm from. And it was impoverished. It was not the rich side of town. He went to the poor ghetto school. You know what I mean, but we didn't see it that way. But that's that's just how we grew. We grew up humbled, right? So like he understands that. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he's a white man who grew up in a predominantly brown, black neighborhood, mm-hmm. and he was aware of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? He is he is by far like he's definitely a, he's he's a he's a white boy, you know, and he, or, you know what I'm saying? He's a he's a white man. I should say that now. Um, but he he knows he's he's definitely conscious of what's going on because he was raised around that. You see what I'm saying? So there's two just. There, there's a difference, like there's the the people that the guys that you encounter, and that's stupid. That's just like, like it's like it's like it's like you talking about football. Like like we want to we want to get our chance to be free and like like root for our fucking team. Be ignorant if we want to, right? But there's just people who are just genuinely ignorant. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And they I feel like, like, I feel like, like that's against... where he went with you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So like that, and my like my my boy Joe. Like he just, it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows I'm Mexican. He's white. He's he's half Mexican, but. You know, he's more white. Like he's, I think he sees himself as that, and or he, um, you know, he identifies. labels yeah he identifies himself identifies. as that. Which is nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? It's his not. his wife was full Mexican. You know, the great great people. But the point is, is that he's aware, and I, when I say aware, that he's woke, right? Like right, like terms right, right. like, <laughs> nowadays. He's conscious. He's definitely fucking conscious and there's you people need, you that there's people more, that you encounter
0: you need more white people i i right, yeah. i believe i believe I got, I
2: got a bunch of friends like that i got i got some friends that i think are like legitimately racist, and they don't even know it
0: bro yeah, yeah i, I really got some friends that are like, like cool, how do you? Know, yeah, that I, I think i think it's it's the it's the it's the balance of the two and i think it's it's the it's literally the kind of like the burden that you can take on cuz you can have individuals that you keep around you that you can keep around because you don't you understand like i believe just from being around me, that they'll eventually get it. Yeah. Because so many people, if you got good in your heart, I feel like people reach a certain amount of positivity within themselves. They see it in you. Yeah. Or well, it comes out when you're around them. Yeah. But they definitely show you, you know what I'm saying, that outer of shell of them that is very, very insulting, very, very insensitive, that it's like, damn, now you gotta deal with this. But when in those moments, which those moments definitely will come, you gotta be able to teach, you gotta be able to get through be like look. We've been friends for this long. I know this for a very long time. I've looked over it, but I gotta go ahead and let you know it's fucked up. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like this is, this is that and this is this. And I feel like people. I love. I love that this is happening. I really hope that this really makes waves. I find it very interesting that his jersey is actually selling the fuck out everywhere. Oh my god! That's and he's so good. and he's using those things. Like it's it's crazy how the world works. You know what I'm saying? Because I think this is the perfect example of hate and hate and support kind of working towards what it needs to work towards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. feel like you had those same things that happen with you know, with people such as like the MLKs of the world, who literally you had people who hate them, had people who supported them, with all of this attention, it literally still led to something. That was actually positive. Yeah, I, love, and I think that's and I think that's the part that I think that's going to literally be the climax. It could it could possibly be the climax to this whole Colin Kaepernick situation. It could lead to natural positive. Hopefully, what I love, yeah. What I hope, I love I hope for about that. this is
2: because like the the greatest minds and the biggest icons and heroes um, couldn't necessarily change um, change any of these issues, but they still tried. Yeah. But what's this? is so good for, and why it will have an impact is because so many people I love. Like a lot of people, like even Michael Jordan, people have been waiting years and years and years and years for Michael Jordan to take a stand. And Michael Jordan, like a political or like make a social commentary. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan finally made a social commentary. And what did he do? He donated two million to both sides. Yeah. And, you know, like he didn't make a stand. He was just like, hey guys, I like, care. He I
0: think I think the All Lives Matters and- and, and, and I think it's, uh, He went. No,
2: he he didn't just he didn't just do that. He went blue lives and black lives, yeah, man. Yeah, so like, I just wanted to stop. So I'm gonna donate to both causes. Exactly. I'm gonna fuel uh, both sides. But, and, but, but like, why do you think he did that? You think he did it for I his own I think I think he did it. I think he did that because he's just sick of the argument. He's sick of being called upon. And I think he just want. I think it was. A, I think it was an internal pressure and years of of, of wanting to to say something, but a uh, word around the block is behind closed doors, he's very passionate, but he just doesn't make it public. And I think this was like, that, that was his like, he just reached a breaking point with everything going on. But the, at the end of the day, he's so very far removed from like culture and society. But even then, he still made a stance. And I think that stance was important, but he didn't choose a side. There's so many people that make these stands and didn't choose a side. Colin Kaepernick, he's like, yo, this is the line. Colin Kaepernick created a line and so many people are either on one side or the other and what i love about this is though while i don't think it ultimately fixes the problem it definitely leads to um a, 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 a large impact in a, in a legitimate solution because now we know so many people like, oh okay, Jerry Rice is talking about some. Can't we just get along? All Lives Matter. Who Jerry Rice thought? doesn't get it, right? Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Or like Dabble Sweeney is batshit crazy about like his <laughs> per- perspective on this. Right. Like, huh? He just wants to. He just wants. He just wants to focus on football. I don't blame him for it, but don't tell me I should just focus on football. Like I'm not dealing with this shit. Yeah. Like, don't tell me because Barack Obama's president. I'm, Tripping because I have lived through this shit and right. I've seen this shit. and I know right. people have lived through this shit and this shit. And there's a legitimate chance that I deal with this shit if I'm not careful, as fucking careful as I am, which takes a toll on my body and mind. Um, even so, and another, what are you saying? Sorry.
1: No, I was gonna say like I. Here's my like, you know my final take on that. It's just like from where like I feel like Jordan was coming from. Like he's a major like icon in every single like like as far in America at least. Like you know I'm just thinking small terms but like within like this, the country like he, he made a huge impact right everybody wants to wear his shoes everybody wants to shoot and play like like you know ball like Jordan you wanna right yeah, you want to be Jordan yeah exactly you, you just want to be on that Jordan level yes so I think Who's he was the Jordan. It is? Who's the Jordan? Like, I think it is? I'm like I, I think he did it from two different perspectives I think he did it because hopefully he's definitely passionate about what's going on because he's, like, sure. he's a black man in America and I also think he did it because he's Jordan he has a representative Jordan brand so I think it was a great marketing scheme for him. So I hopefully like he was just trying to be like, yo, like this, I'm aware of what's going on. Here's you know I'm gonna dabble somewhere. I know I know that's not necessarily the answer, but let's try to fix this. Because he I he's, think there's a third, he's, he's, not, he's not
2: the key to it, you know what I'm saying? I think there's a third per- perspective. I think, yeah, I care about what's going on in the streets, I'm a black man, but at the same time, I gotta with all these rich white people and I can't get them. Very true. Very true. Exactly. Very true. I was just hoping
1: that he was thinking that he could, he could like be like, all right, man. Like I'm, am I'm a man of color. Like let me, let me see both sides of the field here, right? Yeah. And, I, I, oh, no, I, I, I mean, I think, I think
0: he, 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 was definitely, you know, what I'm saying, protecting his, his class as well as he was, yeah. trying, he was thinking about his class and his race. Yeah. And I think um, that is the most interesting thing that I've learned within this whole conversation. I think that's the new element that I brought into it. That I really didn't realise until this, you know, the social media age came about to where there are so many people who are in positions to say something, people who have some type of influence actually speaking out. Yeah. Who seem extreme a lot of a lot of them you have a, some who surprise us and we're so amazed that they're so fucking woke and give a damn. You yeah. know, like the Colin Kaepernick's like the DL yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, but then yeah. you have motherfuckers who Kate Upton. You, who, who you oh yeah, yeah. yeah but then <laughs> just oppose that to the Kate Uptons. Yeah. To all these uh to the ASAP Rockies who put oh their fucking God. foot who put their foot in their mouth, you like, damn. Well, the I mean, motherfucker I'm listening to and I thought I, I even if you didn't even put them into that space now, you can't you can't erase that from your mind. Like this. I think I think now that we have people who have these influences I now have created this new thing of class is a it's not it doesn't have shit to do with race at all. Because yeah. literally it makes you detached from whoever and whatever is going through and whoever's going through what, no yeah. matter how yeah. much you can relate to them on so many you different just, ways. Because,
2: because so much of racism
0: is classism,
2: like classism is, I mean, at the end of the day, racism, I, as big as a problem as it is, racism is just a tool to enforce classism. There you go. You know? And you so go. at the yeah. end of the day, when you're removed from that class, um, like uh, the Jerry Carmichael, the comedian, talks about how and I talk about this like when I'm when I'm at the museum giving tours and shit for this Carrie James Marshall tour, um, which is very um, politically and, con- and socially charged. I talk about uh, this Jerry Carmichael quote where he talks about how black people in this country, the stereotypes are usually viewed as either superhuman or subhuman. Yeah. You're either larger than life, like Barack it. Obama, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, Serena Williams, or you're, you're just oh, yeah. some thug or something like fat. that. Obama you know, Street. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you're exactly, and you don't have This acceptance of where you're on the same level and people can relate to you. It's either you're, it's either you're. Oh, we accept you as one of us because you're obviously not one of them. But it's like no, there's no all of us. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so we, um, we, we, we lack that. And 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 when you jump classes, when you're when when you're middle class, low class, or even a little bit high class. Like you're just gonna be some thug or just some guy who got lucky. If you're high class, though, then it's like, okay, we accept that you're not one of them at the very least, yeah. you know. And, and 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 that and that's a part of the problem. I want to pause real quick because I gotta go. Uh, get, oh no
0: no no no, problem, no no! But I'll be right back. Okay okay. So Justin, you know, what I'm saying, bring this to a nice good. Side of the close. I, I love what everyone has to say. I want to hear, you know, just some final words from the both of you on, I guess, what you feel like this can possibly accomplish. I guess just anything that you feel like, you know, whatever's on, you know, on your mind, whatever your, your headspace is at. I would love if you guys just share that with everyone who's listening now. Let's go ahead. Let's start with Jacob. All right. Um. Well, I hope with the whole, you know. Colin Kaepernick
1: slash NFL situation Oh, there's definitely some good positive energy like feedback that comes off of what's really going on because like I said before you know I'm happy that uh, or it's good it's, it's like a, it's a comforting thing to know that you know Colin Kaepernick and the NFL now is aware of what's going on hopefully they can uh, devote some time and, and contribute to you know to the social injustice that has been going on for the for numerous amounts of years and like it doesn't have to be money but just making it aware like of what is really happening you know what i mean yeah and when it comes to like the uh, the national anthem and the american flag i'm not going to say don't don't be disrespectful you know you're within your own rights to do whatever you please but if you don't care about what's going on in this country or if you don't if you don't like what's going on in this country think about the people who are fighting for it you know what i mean I've been there before and it's never a great thing. You definitely want to get back home because ultimately this is your home. Um, but if you have nothing else to be grateful for, be grateful for the men and women who lace up their boots every day, you know what I mean? Voluntarily, because they want to better themselves and they want to better the country they live in. You know what I mean? And uh, last, man, shout out to my boy Joe Gallagher. Like, he's out there in Paris Island, a drone structure making Marines. You know, he's doing his fucking thing. I'm extremely proud of him. And uh, yeah, man, I, I wish nothing but the best. I wish I hope everything turns out to be great and positive from this day forth.
0: Shout out to Joe. Love Joe. Shout out Joe. And what about you, bro? What, what you got to say about this album?
2: Most people are where they're going to be and they're going to stay where they're going to be at. But to those that are still trying to be swayed and keep an open mind or are listening as objectively as they know how to, just don't get distracted. Because there are a lot of people, if your mind is set that this is about the military, then absolutely don't ever disrespect the men and women who fight for you. But at the end of the day, the flag stands for so much more than that, that you don't want to actually um, wrap your mind around only that part. in fact, I don't think that was in Colin Kaepernick's mind at, at all, not to mention as many veterans that, are, that, that do take the same stance as him mm-hmm. for different reasons. People protest the flag all the time. It's just the mode that he's using is easy to criticize, so people are doing it. A lot of people are trying to discredit him, talk about how he's privileged, he should enjoy his privilege, and he doesn't even get to have the stance of talking about people who are um, being subjected to oppression. But at the same time, Solange Knowles just recently went on a series of tweets. De- describing, and it, and it happens to be, it doesn't matter how rich you are, you're never going to away, get away from your your blackness and people using it to condemn you. Serena Williams has dealt with people to, uh, not respecting her, treatment. like she's talking about her as though she's a gorilla or an ape or some sort of subhuman and and taking all sorts of disrespect in both, both um, from a cultural tennis point of view and from a business side where she's had to fight to be number one for the longest to... The disparity in um, ad revenue she was receiving to Maria Sharapova, who she's beaten 18 straight times. <laughs> um, that's which is like if I beat someone 18 times, like you, uh, you give me your money. Like ad, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, and even people just changing the subject from from um, from the actual cause and whether or not the cause is just or right and that's another conversation another conversation that still has its egregious points that need to be made but um, that's the conversation we need to get to and we're not even there yet because people are trying to distract you with like these shiny talking points you, um, what's, what's the, the biggest indication of how bullshit people how much bullshit people are um, Megan Rapino, the soccer player, was one of the first people outside of Colin Kaepernick and the NFL to do the same thing and take that knee during the, the, the uh, national anthem. Yeah. And she's a, she's a white woman, she's a soccer player, and she's gay. So many people rallied behind her that were like, hmm. I think I see where she's coming from, and it's like, yo, now there's we'll literally no difference between what he did and what now she did, see. but they needed a different source, because why? They weren't trying to listen to a black man talk about the black struggle, now that a white woman does it, people are more willing to listen to it. There's so many more people willing to listen to Jane Elliott, because it's like, look at this little white woman speak. Yeah. this knowledge. Yeah. But like, she's You know, knowledge. the young yeah. black man said the same thing, and it's like they're just complaining. Yeah. So many people are trying to discredit the source. Don't yeah. let them discredit the source, don't let them distract <laughs> you. Just focus on what makes objective truth, and yes. know that people are talking about this and have been talking about this since the birth of this country for a reason. Now you might not agree with that reason, you might not know that reason, but don't discredit that reason to be something that isn't valid or We're it true. is something worth talking about or understanding. We're because true. there's people haven't been talking about this for years just because they like to complain or because they're looking for unjust or undue reparations. If there's something there. Fucking
0: find it. Yes. Woo. And. Like, I wrap it up by saying this I don't want to disrupt (laughs) what you find comfortable as being sports because sports is a haven where you gain camaraderie, where you get fit with your body and also you just get be able to enjoy into something, you know be able to actually sit back and find a good time in just the act of spectating an actual sport Yep. but what I do want to bring to light is those things that don't have to be there for the sport to happen. And those things I'm speaking of are those racial tensions that go on in the world, are the fact that the conversation that me and Jacob had before this about how the majority of the NFL is black, but doesn't have to be, right? The majority of other sports could be majority white and other things, but they don't have to be. But a lot of the reasons why they are is because of this society that we live in that influences that even more people in impoverished neighborhoods have nothing else to do but to, if, if not violence, but sports. Be ambitious. To be ambitious, to find other things, and then when you have an example of that, as soon as you got an example, now we have some historical evidence to follow. So what will happen? You will have a chain, you will have children, and their children's children's children, to eventually all create what we know as the NBA and NFL, and here we are today with the, NCAA, with the Thousands of individuals who are trying to get and really fight for those positions because they know this will bring a immediate change into their life, into their outlook of life, and their perspective. I'm all for that. I'm all for that upliftment. But what I'm not for is people to be sleep, for people to be ignoring, for people to be ignorant to what's really going on in the world. Because if you are really trying to advance, if we're really trying to really live that baller ass life, then we should be able to live that and for another person to choose not to live that, but to still have a quality of life that is respectable to a human standard. That's all I feel like we need. We don't need everybody to aspire to be baller We don't need everybody to aspire to be this, but what we do need is for a person to. Go to school, pay all this money, invest into themselves, have their parents invest to them to learn all this knowledge to go into find or create the industry that they want to be a part of and actually gain access into it and actually gain wealth from that. Thank you guys for watching. Watch, excuse me. I'm like a TV, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm just that interested. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to Simply King Podcast, the podcast that is the soulfully conscious podcast with humans simply being humans. I got you know two humans joining me that I really think that y'all could give me your time in the middle of the week on a brother's birthday. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You giving me a gift on your birthday, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, and yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. And I hope yeah. you you know gifted people with great words. And I you know. Also, bless you with safe travels as well. You, you know what I'm saying? Think. When you go celebrate your birthday, go see your fam, go to Vegas, see all the homies. But if you don't know now, you know you can listen to this on iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, as well as SoundCloud, as well as Stitcher, as well as I'm on the directory for Podcasting Color. Um, Keep on listening. Keep on tuning in. If you want to have your business brand or any type of interesting thing featured on this podcast. Right now, I'm not you know, extremely mainstream, so you better get it while it's free. Yeah. Uh, Hit me up, uh, come to me from my Instagram page, my Twitter page, which is kings underscore memoirs on everything, as well as my my email is lifeasking one at gmail.com, as well as my site, catch up on everything. Keep on listening every week because I'm going to keep bringing you some good, great perspectives. Yeah, let me just say this real quick, man. Underground culture. Underground
1: culture is coming soon, man. So, be on the lookout for that. Look
0: out for that. And I'm going to go ahead and end on that note. Love y'all. Peace out. Uh, here we go. Oh, oh,
2: oh. Yeah. My mission so efficient So no fear to opposition I got everything you missing I'm so good, play out positions Ain't just what you it. I feel good music down it. just go crazy when I'm on it What is life if you don't own it? I'm just Riding around, oh Shutting it down when I'm in your town Feeling like I on the world, oh They coming around, they loving the sound I told you I make them believe, oh Trying to take this overseas, screw being low-key Can't be at ease my niggas gon' eat so paying the fee oh. I know nothing in this life is free Nothing in this life is free I do this for you and me I do this for you and me It's all real, don't make believe It's all real, don't make believe I'm the only thing you need woo,
0: woo, woo. I, I got, got plans for these bands.